They say this cat brother Craig is a bad brother. But I'm talking about Hatchet. Then we can dig it. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, every Saturday. Who is the Hatchet Man? Where is the Hatchet Man? Who is this Hatchet Man and where can we find him? Okay, okay. Brother Craig is the Hatchet Man and you can find him at WNTW 820 The Answer. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, on 820 AM WNTW. Does that make me crazy? <laughs> Welcome to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. That's some that's some tough stuff that uh, Nars Barkley is laying out right there in that song, Crazy. I'm telling you, folks, it's been a crazy week at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. So uh, welcome to the program. You are listening to The Really Real Deal. I am, of course, your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, the big dog for talk radio uh, here in the state of Virginia. And uh, indeed, uh, you know, there are folks that listen not only in the state of Virginia, and uh, we try to be the big dog everywhere. But... um, yeah, crazy stuff going on. I mean, the little prince is out, and, um, you know, he's the guy that he just, you know, little little Prince Rebus, I call him. I, I know his name is Reince Priebus, but I, I, I've called him for years, little Prince Rebus. And, um, I mean, this is a little guy that just, he, it, it's like he so feels pretty. pretty. I feel pretty <laughs> and witty and gay, and I pity now, Couldn't you see? who's in me. Could, couldn't you see Reince Priebus in a uh, in a tutu <laughs> dancing and uh, well, what's that from um, uh, West Side Story? That's that Natalie Woods character there. <laughs> I never thought he was the right choice for chief of staff. I mean, it's it's really really ridiculous. And um, now the way he was fired, though, come on. And I know they say officially. They say he he retired he uh, resigned okay but you know we we all know that that the mooch put the hammer down you know and uh, and it's almost as if um, Don Trumpioni uh, calls calls Tom into the office and says um, Tom you're not a wartime consigliere you're out <laughs> and, uh, you know we we need to bring in a wartime consigliere. And, uh, and so in comes Scaramucci. I mean, with a name like Scaramucci, I mean, is is more like the first part of his name is literally like Scarface. <laughs> okay, so Scaramucci really is not. I mean, he doesn't even really fit the Godfather. Okay, but he does fit this image of a gangster. Okay, brash. I mean, his wife just filed divorce yesterday, says she's sick and tired of his 
quote unquote, direct quote from his wife of three years. She's sick and tired of his naked ambition. And this guy had the nerve to say of Steve Bannon, okay, that Steve Bannon is trying to build his brand on the back of the president. Now, of course, he used much more colorful language than that, but it's just, it's kind of ridiculous uh, if, if you really think about it, folks. I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'd be happy if these guys did act a little more like the Godfather, okay? Because the, what the Godfather say, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Don't let others know exactly what you're doing at all times, okay? And it's like, the Godfather had read the book, The Art of War. Okay, I wonder, has President Trump read The Art of War? Certainly, Scaramucci has not read The Art of War. I was looking around for my own uh, copy of The Art of War, and I could not find it. And, uh, and of course, you know, the ever-lovely, uh, wonderful, and, and, and so helpful Mrs. Hatchet, you know, my right hand, she wants to know what am I looking for as I'm, like, frantically looking for this book. I just wanted to share a couple of quotes out of the book with you. And I'm, my, I can't find my, my copy of The Art of War. Well, Mrs. Hatchet had her own copy of The Art of War. <laughs> you see why I've been saying for years Mrs. Hatchet runs a tight ship? <laughs> anyway, these cats, they, I mean... They need, they really need the art of war. I mean, and, and everyone's making excuses for, for Scaramucci. Now, I predict Scaramucci is not going to last long, folks. He is not, okay? Trump has General Kelly in place now. Now, if General Kelly is the man that I think he is, okay, if, uh, and, you know, I have no way of knowing. I, I, I have very, very limited uh, access to, first-hand information, so what I try to do is I, I try to get as good an information as I can, and I, and I synthesize it and process it, and always through a lens of uh, Christian faith, is, you know, which is the first part of the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition. Okay, these, these four elements, Christian faith, conservative uh, beliefs, ideas, and principles— Adherence to the Constitution, this, that's the compact that we have with our government and our, that our government has with us. Very few people really understand uh, the Constitution, what it's all about, the First Amendment, what it's all about. Uh, this is why I, I'm founder and president of the First Amendment, Inc. Uh, First Amendment is just so, so important. We just, I mean, you see... Poor little Charlie Gard just went, died, went, went to be in heaven with the Lord. And um, his family, it's like they're slaves to the state. They're not free people. And they were not free to protect their son. And so their son is dead. And so this is what people want to foist on us. And you have all these clowns. You know, I need to... Next week, we're going to have this song, uh, Clowns to the Left of Me, Jokers to the Right, okay? Because that's what I feel like. I've been feeling like that for years, you know? It's like I, I, I'm talking to these people, not not you, the audience. You you get it. You who who like the hatchet man, you who love the hatchet man, who, who, who understand what we're doing here at the really real deal, you get it. But sometimes, you know, I want these uh, these idiots in power 
and and my 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 feeling is do I have to write everything in crayon for these people? You know, I've been writing it in crayon for years, and these people just simply do not listen. Okay, they do not listen. There's no reason why these laws that the people elected uh, President Trump to implement, there's no reason why they cannot be implemented. None at all. It is not as difficult as these people make it seem that it is. All right, this is still a 70% center-right nation. This is still a 70% Christian nation. This is still, it is still a fact that more people self-identify, not, you know, polls or assumptions, but people, more people self-identify as conservatives than self-identify as liberals. And I, and really, and I, I believe words mean things. I have to say neoliberal, okay, because they are not liberal. If you out there, if you think you're a liberal, I invite you to call this program, 804-454-1366, and prove to me that you're a liberal if you call yourself a liberal. I might just convince you, A, you're not a liberal, you're a neoliberal, okay? Because a true classic liberal, you could call me a liberal. And, 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 and a, what a true moderate is, you could call me a moderate if you really understand that a limited government person like myself that believes everything in its proper place, just like God's holy word says in the book of Ecclesiastes, there's a time and a place for everything. And, and true wisdom is knowing when to do what, when to implement what, and when not to. And that's the value that uh, four-star General Kelly brings to the Donald Trump administration. Okay, And another thing I like about General Kelly, he's not just a, a general, he's a Marine general. Okay, uh, enough said. We're going to take our first break of the day. When we come back, I'm going to unpack these things a little bit more. We're just barely getting into it, folks. Uh, so hold on. Uh, don't, don't worry. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, we will be right back to unpack the craziness going on in Washington, D.C. Ever since I was little, it looked like fun. his microphone. Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. 
Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. to the program, Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, I'm telling you, I just love that song, Crazy. And uh, this is uh, so seeing all this craziness going on, we just had to change the music up a little bit. 804-454-1366 is the number if you'd like to participate in the program. 804 804- Four five four one three six six, and I still, I still challenge you guys out there. Okay, and I know. Look, this the the signal here, the eight twenty signal, and now the ninety seven point seven signal. As a matter of fact, I went up to Washington uh, Thursday. I uh, went up to the uh, Leadership Institute. Uh, had, I had a class to take up there, and going up, I was testing the. Uh, the uh, sound of the station on the uh, 97.7. And you can hear it pretty good all the way up to King's Dominion, okay? And uh, so we have not yet gotten any reports back uh, from you in the audience. We would love to get some reports from folks that are that are listening on 8.20 a.m. In your, in your automobile or in your truck. Uh, we'd like you to maybe switch over to 97.7, FM and maybe report back where where's your location and what's the relative sound clarity between 97.7 FM versus 820 AM and uh, we we just we would love to to get a report back from you and again the phone number here is 804-454-1366 also we'd love to know what you think um, about you know the goings on here uh, you know the thing about this this whole idea of um, you know this 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 mafia this mafia like uh, attitude. I think that you know people really may not mind it if these people. And I know I said this in the, in the opening, but I'm going to repeat it and expand on it. Think about the opening to the Godfather. Okay, here you have a, a very sober. Wise man, at this point, you don't know that he's a gangster. It's the opening of the movie. Well, other than the fact that perhaps folks knew that it was a movie about gangsters, okay? But, you know, he's not like Scarface. You know, say hello to my little friend. Da 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 da. You know, that's Scarface. All right? He, he pulls his Uzi out, which he calls his little friend. I mean, he's, he's, he's just off the hook. 
And this is how Scaramucci came out, okay? But the way the Godfather came, okay, you have a man who cannot get justice. His daughter has been attacked. And so he's gone through the legal system. He's gone to the police, to the prosecutors, uh, to the judge, all right? And they just give the guy that attacks his daughter, they give him a slap on the wrist, okay? And this man wants justice. He actually wants the godfather to have someone to kill the guy that uh, attacked his daughter. But the godfather is wise. He's very sober-minded, and he knows that's too much. And so he says, I, I forget the, 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 the one he said to send, but send this one. Don't send that one. If you send that one, he's going to go too crazy. He might kill the guy. We don't want to kill him. We just want to rough him up a little bit. Send him a message. That'd make you happy, sir. Okay. And so, I mean, so people have have a place to go to get justice. Now, isn't, isn't this why Trump was hired? I mean, let's, let's be real here, okay? Trump was not hired because he's, he's eloquent, he has good manners, he has high integrity. He was hired because the perception was that the low-fat Republicans are going to be nice guys and are going to blow this chance to take Hillary Clinton out, okay? That's why, that's the only reason he was hired, okay? Because the, the nice guy Republicans, and this, by the way, is what got Senator Sessions. I have great respect for Sessions. He's a, he's a, he's a true gentleman, okay? But... He really needed a little bit of that slapping around that Trump gave him. And I know it was ugly, it, but you, you sometimes in war, you have to do ugly things. We all like sausage, but none of us wants to visit the sausage factory to see how that stuff is made. It ain't a pretty sight, okay? But the end result, we like it. And so we just, when we take our vacation, that trip to the sausage factory, we just cross that off the list, okay? <laughs> but um, you know, this um this 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 guy, uh the new consigliere, Scarface Amucci, uh, you know, I predict Don Trumpion is gonna get rid of him. I give him 30 days tops, okay? Because the guy came out of the box wrong. The guy was actually whining about something about his mother, okay? He oh, I went to see my mother. Well, big whoop. Okay, I talk to my mother. I go see my mother. I don't use my mother as an excuse for not doing what I'm supposed to do or doing it wrong. Okay, and you're supposed to be a, a big dog, a big boy. And here you are, you know, you, you can take other people out. Took the little Prince Rebus out real easy. Not going to be so easy to take Bannon out, okay, because Bannon is not a wuss. Bannon, now I know Bannon has a few views. I mean, I don't agree with anyone 100% of the time, okay? And I know Bannon uh has a a, a few views that are kind of uh, that are kind of out there that are big brotherish and all that. But Bannon understands the times in which we live. Many people do not understand the times, okay? They do, they do not understand the times. They do not understand their enemies. Quite often, people do not even understand themselves. I mean, and that's a real 
that's a real shame, folks, when you don't understand uh, self. I mean, I have, let me see if I can find this real quick here with, um, oh, boy, where is it? I thought I had this thing bookmarked. <laughs> All right, I can't take time to search it out right now. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's from the art of war. Well, one thing is uh, speaks with uh, recklessness, okay? A general who recklessly under, underestimates the enemy is sure to be captured, all right? And another thing in here deals with the character of leadership. And, you know, this is, this is something that I really, I highly, I highly, under, I highly recommend it, okay? War. You know, you really have to understand war. And you really have to have a very high moral compass. Uh, in, you know, and that might seem like you're very incongruent, but it's really not. And if you notice that some of the most polite people you're ever going to meet are military officers, okay? They're trained that way. I love that quote from uh, Mad Dog Mattis uh, when he said we're going to be uh, – I, I don't – I can't recall the exact precise quote – but it was something to the effect that we're going to be nice, we're going to be polite uh, when we come into your country, but if you cross us, we're going to kill every last one of you, okay? And, I mean, and that's what you want. You don't want your generals experimenting with, you know, all this homosexual, transgender uh, idiocy, which is another thing that Trump did that was uh, really good. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't think that that's really that big a deal to Trump personally because Trump, remember now, Trump, Scaramucci, a lot of these people, both his children, these are lifelong Democrats, folks. Let's just be real here. You know how I bring it and sling it. The truth is my hatchet. I bring it and I sling it. And I'm, I'm a supporter of President Trump, but I'm not going to lie for anyone, not for myself, not for President Trump. I'm just not going to do it, folks. I'm going to. You know, I'm going to protect my brand by speaking truth to you and truth to power. And the simple fact of the matter is that these people are lifetime Democrats. Trump became a Republican just a few years ago. As a matter of fact, his children didn't get the memo that the family is switching from Democrat to Republican. So when the uh, Republican primary came around in... Um, uh, in New York, the children could not vote for the father. But we, we're gonna we're gonna take our, our bottom of the hour break now, and um, we'll we'll unpack this a little more about character, okay, and leadership.
Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, as we listen to a little bit of the Four Tops. What happened to the Four Tops there? Are you man enough? And, uh, you know, before you know it, you're out. That's what happened to the little prince, I'm telling you, folks. And uh, welcome back to the program, Virginia. And, uh, you know, and I found these uh, few little quotes here. uh, And, you know, and these are things that Trump could learn from. Um from the art of war. And I, I can't imagine, I can't imagine that Donald Trump has not read the art of war. I just could not imagine that. I mean, folks, in business school, I mean, this man uh, has a business degree from, um, I forget what school it is, uh, MIT, or um, I, I, I can't quite remember where he got his uh, master of business from. But uh, th- this is taught in business school. Okay, the art of war. All right. And uh, a a general, the general must be possessed of wisdom, honesty, benevolence, courage and discipline. Regulation means the marshalling of the army, correct organization and control of supplies. All right. These are things that. A person in leadership has to master folks these are not these are not optional okay now another another one here we may say that to know yourself and to know your enemy you will gain victory a hundred times out of a hundred all right this is something that you see a lot of people really do not know their enemy and this is why I try to write things in crayon. I try to break it down and make it plain. All right. I've described and I've been describing this for years. I'm surprised someone, you know, one of the top guys hadn't stolen this. And, and t- I wish they would just steal it. I just want it out there. But the the Christian conservative constitutional capitalist coalition, the five C's, uh, you know, we are people who believe in things. We believe in God. We believe in mathematics. One plus one equals two. It does not equal 11. Okay. I don't care how many millionaires and billionaires tell you that if you give me your million dollars, I'll put my million dollars with it. And then we'll have $11 million to split. Okay. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. It's not $11 million. It's $2 million. We, we believe in math. Okay. We believe in the constitution. We believe in science. If you're born with a penis, you are a boy, period. If you are born without a penis, you are a girl, period. You do not get to choose, okay? That's science. And how many, I mean, how many decades have we who are Christians and conservatives been attacked falsely with this silly notion that we are, we're the party that does not believe in science. We're the party, we're not kind, okay? Our kind of folks donate more money, more blood, and more volunteer hours than Democrats do. These are statistically have been proven out for years, and yet we, we're just helpless when it comes to articulating these proven facts to the point that people out here think that if you say, oh, the party of big money, they automatically think Republican. All right? The richest members of Congress and Senate are Democrats. 
The richest one is our very own senator, Mark Warner. And Mark Warner didn't invent anything to earn his riches. Mark Warner got a government hookup through cell phone, through the cell phone industry, and became rich off of the government. The man is a legal thief, okay? Other than your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, who has ever called Mark Warner a legal thief? Answer, no one. No one. They don't know their enemy. They call Mark Warner my friend across the aisle. So if you see a so-called Republican, a low-fat Republican, and he refers to Mark Warner as his friend across the aisle, think about Sung Tzu the art of war. What you have is a fool who does not know his enemy. He does not know his enemy. People do not know that the Democrats are in league with the communists, the socialists, the fascists, the Muslim fundamentalists, the radical uh, homosexuals, the radicals environmentalists. I don't mean environmentalists like me who loves the environment. I mean environmentalists that will hook barbed wire up to a tree so that when the man tries to cut the tree down, it will break his saw. And sometimes people have died in accidents, booby traps like that. Okay. And so, but anyway, we're going to say, Oh, we got dad calling in from California. Dad, what's on your mind? Hello. Hello. How you doing there? I'm doing fine, son. I just wanted to uh, chime in on uh, the uh, Trump comment that you made earlier about where he went to school. Yes. Uh, he went to Wharton Business yes. School. Wharton School of Business, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I'm glad yeah, he's at University the of Pennsylvania, the, the Wharton School yeah. is a part of UPenn. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Okay, and, and see, you have a good day. D- Dad would know that with all. Dad has so many degrees. I mean, if you, Dad, if you had to put a ring on your hand for each degree, you'd almost run out of fingers. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for well, that. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> I, look, I know about it, and you're humble on top of it. So, <laughs> God okay. bless you, Dad. <laughs> you have a good day. Bye bye. Thank you now. <laughs> 804-454, I appreciate that. Yeah, anytime your friendly neighborhood hatchet band uh, uh, can't remember something or misstate something, please just call. I love being corrected. And uh, 804-454-1366 is the number. Now, of course, Dad can't give me a report on the um, 8.20 a.m. versus 97.7 FM because he's listening online out in California. But you here in the local community – uh, perhaps someone would try to click over from 8.20 a.m. to 97.7 FM and vice versa and maybe give us a report uh, what the relative sound uh, quality uh, is. But, um, you know, but, you know, back to Sung Tzu and Trump and, and General Kelly and Scaramucci uh, and, and the Little Prince, you know, the keys to victory, knowing when to fight, when not to brings victory. Knowing what to do when you have superiority uh, brings victory. Holding officers and men united in purpose brings victory. Careful preparation brings victory. Okay? Uh, I mean, these are these are things that people in leadership really, really have to know. They, 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 and this is not optional. Okay? Th- these things are not optional, folks. Um, you know, particularly 
when you have the, uh, the, 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 the fact of the division. We have a divided nation. That's not Trump's fault, okay? The nation was born in division, okay? Four generations after the Revolutionary War, we went to war divided, okay? Four generations later, World War II, we were fairly united here, but there, there was a division in the world uh, over is big government going to rule or are men free? Now, most Americans were on the side of freedom. We, we were on the right side. Now, we're four generations later, all Americans are no longer on the side of freedom. We're divided, okay? And so, and people act like, oh, it's never been like this. These are people that don't know history, okay? Again, the nation was born in division. Everyone didn't want to break from England. One-third did, one-third didn't, one-third didn't care, okay? Or were blowing with the wind or not thinking, okay? They would have been the equivalent of today that the guy with his music up loud, his hat on backwards, his pants hanging off his hind parts, he's a baby daddy, he's got four or five baby mamas, okay? And he, he's not using the brain that God gave him uh, to uh, application to the problems in his life. And so he's just tuned out, and it's just always someone else's fault. It's never his fault, okay? And so whatever happens, he's just going to blow with the wind. He's not going to make an effort. You've always had people like that. When this nation was born, you had people like that, okay? One-third on the right side, one-third on the wrong side. And nothing's, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed, okay? All these people that want free this, free that. They want uh, transvestites uh, in the military. They want transvestites in the Boy Scouts. They want transvestites in the Girl Scouts. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, okay? A boy supposedly just put on a dress, and then he can go and run on the girls' track team or the girls' tennis team or the girls' basketball team just because he put a dress on. My goodness, it's so ridiculous that I feel ridiculous having to address it. I feel like on one level, it's a waste of valuable airtime. But on another level, this is the depth to which this nation has sunk spiritually. And so as a watchman on the wall, I have to speak truth over these airwaves uh, as an, as an, uh, an affront and an attack on falsehood. Because that's what falsehood is doing to us. They are an affront and an attack on us. And we have to fight back, you know. And in order to do that, we need to do so with creativity, with tenacity, and most importantly, with discipline. And this is what the Trump White House has been lacking. Another quote from Sung Tzu here. So, you must bring your troops together with humane treatment and bind them with discipline. This is the path to invincibility. Enact consistency in orders and instruction, and the men will be loyal to you. If there is no consistency, they will not. It is of mutual benefit to the general and the men to maintain this consistency. And now I'm telling you, now I'm going to put it down for now, but... And I'm sure, again, I'm sure Trump has studied this at some point in his past. And I know for a fact General Kelly has studied it 
But now, which man do you think has these types of things at the top of their minds? That'll be General Kelly. Okay, so hopefully we'll see things improve and we'll see Scarface Amucci uh, get get 86th real soon. Now, another thing, Trump, people make this excuse for Trump, oh, he's a baby Christian, okay, in reference to the earlier quote from Sung Tzu about character, about how your leader has to have character, that if your leader has character, People will not only fight for you, they will die for you. But you have to have character. No one wants to die for, you know, a scoundrel. That just, no, no one wants to do that, okay? To die for a scoundrel requires force. You have to force that person to do it, all right? But look at, why do you think biblically men's names were changed, okay? God gave Abraham, he was Abram, which means high father. And God changed it to Abraham, which means father of a multitude, all right? His wife's name was Sarah, which means my princess. It was changed to Sarah, which means mother of nations. And what happened? This father of a multitude and this mother of nations produced millions and millions of people, okay? He changed Jacob's name to Israel. He changed Simon's name, Jesus did, to Peter, okay? Simon means God has heard. Peter means the rock, okay? And now I know Jesus sometimes would call Peter Simon, okay? And, 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 and the reason for that was because the new name is supposed to bring a new persona, a new attitude, a new self, okay? What about Saul and Paul? Totally different people. Same person if you're looking at it in the physical. But if you're looking at it in the spiritual, totally people. To- I mean, totally different people. Totally different, okay? And so... The popes, the pope always takes a new name, always, because why? He's supposed to be a new person. He's supposed to bring, and I wish I could remember this quote from The Art of Worldly Wisdom by Balthasar Gracian. Uh, And it was, this was uh, some duke of such and such when he became king, uh, someone was uh, that had crossed him earlier was upset about it. This particular person uh, rising to the throne, and he assured him that you know the duke of so and so. I mean, the the king of so and so does not fight grudges against the duke. In, in other words, I I used to be that guy. Now I'm this guy. I have a new role. I have a new responsibility. And this is what happens with a president, okay? The president vanquished. uh, There were 17 people vying for the uh, Republican nomination. The president vanquished the other 16. And now he represents them. He goes from being their opponent to being their representative. Same thing with Hillary Clinton. He takes her out. 
Now he's the representative of all. But is he being his old self or his new self, President Trump? And if there's any indication by the types of people he has around him, what does he have? He was what? A Manhattan neoliberal Democrat. Now, who has he put around himself? His two children, Scaramucci, what are they? Are they the new self or are they the old Donald Trump? What are they? They are neoliberal Manhattan Democrats. His daughter, his son-in-law, and his new consigliere, Scaramucci. That is what they are, folks, and that is the truth. So the people around him, it's fine to have, it's, it's fine to have your um, political advisors, okay? That's fine and dandy. But where, where are President Trump's spiritual advisors? Where are they, okay? Where are all these pastors that, that endorsed him, that said, oh, well, he's a baby Christian and we're helping him along the way? Where are they? Because I'm telling you, folks, I do not see it. I see a lack of discipline. That God is not a God of disorder, okay? God is a God of order. Men of God are are men of order. And someone around this president needs to get a hold of him. And I, I don't I'm sick of these excuses. Oh, well, he's he's a businessman and he's always been that way. Is you know, and you can't rein him in. The president, this this is now this is not a European country. Okay? This is not an Islamic country. This is the United States of America. This is a nation founded on the idea that we are free people and that the, the government is not the author of that freedom, but God Almighty is the author of that freedom. Now, Mr. President, I don't know if you understand this, but that is your charge. And that's a whole lot bigger than you want to take Barack Obama's name off of slavery through health care and you want to put your name on it. It's much bigger than that. Now, I'm a little late for my quarter-to-hour break. We're going we're gonna to take that break right now, and when we come back, uh, we'll have a short segment leading up to the news, and I'll open it up for calls, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and Salt and Light K. 
Council.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the FirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Program Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal, as we listen to a little bit of Aretha Franklin talking about freedom. And that's really what it's all about, folks. Are we, are we free? And uh, is our God the author of that freedom? Or are we slaves, pawns, uh, serfs of the state? And this is the, the big thing with government throughout history, okay? And godly government, government, make no mistake now, government was instituted by God, but Satan uh, wants to take God's seat. And, and how often uh, do individuals uh, in our own lives, we decide that uh, we're going to sit in the seat that God belongs in? And uh, I'm wondering, is, is our president doing that? Is our president sitting in the seat that, rightfully belongs to God? Is he putting himself up under God? Does he have advisors around him? And, and, and folks, and I'm, you know, understand now, and you, you who are seasoned Christians, you get it, okay? You understand exactly what I'm saying, probably why I'm saying it, okay? And there are probably many of you who could articulate it a lot better than I could. I know there's a probably several in my, in my Bible study group who could do a better job of articulating this uh, than I am. I'm, I'm doing my humble best here, uh, being a watchman on the wall. But the, the simple fact of the matter is that the whole, the whole notion of government taking care of you it's uh it's a ploy. It's it, it's like, you know, there used to be jokes about government cheese. Uh I remember when I was a boy and uh, you know, sometimes we we would get a big block of butter or a big block of cheese. I don't know where my mother got that stuff from, but you know, it was something that was uh I guess the, you know, the government gave it out uh I think really as a boon to the farmers uh more so than the people. Uh, because the farmers didn't give it away free. The, the, the farmers got paid uh, for that, okay? And when you look at uh, health care, free food, free housing, free cell phone, uh, free education, free this, free that, okay, um, there's a whole lot of people making money. They're not giving that free stuff at a discount. They're not saying, well, if if you pay for it in the open market, it's an open market price. But if you're if you're unfortunate enough to be poor and you need charity, uh, well, we're gonna let the government have it for half price. No folks, that's not happening. Okay. That is not happening. Okay. So when you talk about the swamp and Trump got elected on what? Drain the swamp. 
That's what he got elected on. Build the wall, drain the swamp. And instead, you see nothing but swamp monsters. The Scaramucci idiot um, Wall Street guy. Wall Street. And comes in and doesn't know that the words he say to a reporter are going to make it uh, into print. Okay? Or he has dinner and someone sends out a tweet. He calls that a leak. I mean, this guy's an idiot. A leak is when you leak important information. Where you have dinner and with whom is not important, Mr. Scaramucci. Okay? A leak is a, a, a leak is like uh, what that little Chelsea, uh, that Bradley Manning, okay? A buck private, a homosexual buck private who did not join the military in order to kill people and break things in the name of freedom and liberty. He joined the military in order to steal secrets, okay? And then leak those secrets. That, my friends, is a leak. Not where this puffed up, self-important uh, 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 mafioso uh, Anthony Scaramucci has dinner. We're going to take our top of the hour break. When we come back, 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. Where is the best news and talk? AM 820 WNTW Chester is the answer. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, the really real deal. We'd love to entertain your phone calls, 804-454-1366 is the number as we start our second hour, our second and final hour of today's program, 804-454-1366. We've been talking about all the craziness going on uh, up in Washington and the new uh, four-star general, not just a general, but a Marine general. <laughs> and, um, you know, but see, this is this is what, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, I'm going to read to you from, from, from God's holy word, uh, this book of 2 Timothy. This is what General Kelly is up against. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And this is a big one, folks. Having a form of godliness but denying its power, okay? This is how folks project what they want to project, a form of godliness. And from such people turn away. For this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Okay? 
always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Okay. And, um, you know, and we just got through in the first hour sharing hopefully some wisdom and insight into why throughout human history, God takes certain leaders and gives them a new name so that they can have a new persona. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all sinners who fall short of God's glory. And so the whole idea behind Christian faith is forgiveness. If there is no forgiveness, there is no Christianity, period, okay? That's, that's, the, whole, that's the whole idea that we stand in need of that, okay? And so that has to be extended to President Trump as well, okay? Now, it's extended to President Trump just like to, to, to me and you, and, but we have to, you know, God is not going to overtake our will, all right? We have to accept it. I mean, if we want to say Jesus is our big brother, well, why, why is he our big brother? Okay? He's the, the one son. We are the adopted sons and adopted daughters. But you have to, that's something that our part is to seek. Our part is to accept. Our part is to believe. That's our part. Okay? And God does the heavy lifting, and all we, we, we don't have to do a whole lot, okay? But we do have to do something. And so I, I just don't see that. I don't see our president doing that. And I see all these political advisors. I see all these military advisors. I never see a spiritual advisor around uh, President Trump. This, this spiritual advisor never makes the news. And we have a call from Romney, and we have other open lines up. 454-1366 is the number, 804-454-1366. Brother Romney, what's on your mind? Praise the Lord, Brother Craig. Amen. What's on my mind? Yes, sir. I've been sitting here looking at the news this week as I have a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. (laughs) Good way to view (laughs) things, brother. (laughs) So, because I'm looking for my Savior to come back. And I see what's going on, you know, like with our military, uh, President Trump, he banned transgender. Okay, well, good thing or bad thing, Romney? A good thing. Oh, okay. But it's a good thing. Yeah. Praise the Lord. You see, because, listen, this nation wasn't started by military might. Let me go here. It was started by the blessings of God. Yes. See, our victories don't come from our military might. It says in Psalms, we'll be under them to trust in horses and chariots. Mm-hmm. But, Look, how many times how many times did General Washington escape uh, a, a defeat because a, a mysterious fog came in or something totally right. unplanned happened? Hello. Okay, you that's think- called the providence of God. See, do you think thirteen little colonies could whip the great, the biggest military uh, machine on earth? On their own power. You can if you have God on your side. <laughs> I'm saying on their own power. Yeah. yeah. Not their own power. Yeah. It was the power it's, of God. It's divine so providence. And you know, Romney, the, the beautiful thing about this nation is that in the, uh, in the Declaration of Independence, because, see, the Declaration of Independence preceded yeah. the war, 
and yeah. then the Constitution came uh, later. But in the yeah. Declaration, we gave honor to God. We gave that all men were created equal. Right. For certain inalienable rights. Right. Life, liberty, created. Created. And see, our previous president always would conveniently leave out any reference to created and creator. Exactly. And this man is not a fool. He's just, and people think he's a Muslim. No, really, the man is an atheist, but culturally, Period. right, he's an atheist. <laughs> he believes in himself. Culturally, though, mm -hmm. he has an affinity for Muslims because why? As I talk about the coalition of evil, the uh, the Muslim fundamentalists, those that believe in the, the strict interpretation of the Holy Quran, well, actually, right. I should just say the Quran. Let them call it holy. To me, yeah, the Bible not, is holy. holy about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, the Quran. And, you know, no offense right. to, you know, there are a lot of decent Muslims, some that I know that I that I have that I I am friends with Romney, that don't even read the Quran, and so when I critique the Quran, they don't even know what I'm talking about. I know more about the Quran than they know. The only reason on. they're a Muslim is because their daddy, their granddaddy, their great granddaddy, right. and if you really roll it back far enough, Romney, they are a Muslim because somewhere in their lineage, Muslims came and killed. The Christians, the Christians right. did not fight back, and the Muslims took over. That took is why over. they're Muslims, not. That's exactly right. That, and look, they, the truth the is sword. the light, That's brother. That's why they have the sword as their sign. <laughs> this is what I'm saying to you. The, uh, the Muslims, see, but with the fundamental, when you say fundamentalists, what you're saying are they are the real ones. Well, no, let me let me clarify, Romney. Let me clarify because I mean, a wise man has friends in all walks of life, and okay, people like uh, Zudi Jasser, people like Ayan Hirsi Ali. Well, now she uh -huh. now Ali, she's a former Muslim, but uh -huh. they are what they are. They and there are many others like them. Not enough, but there are a few others like them that are trying to work inside of Islam to separate people from the fundamentalism in that where the Quran says it's okay to rape, kill, steal, uh -huh. lie. Do, to, you can basically, you can do anything to someone that does not long believe. As long as you further the Islamic faith. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to separate uh, people from that because many of the Muslims, a matter of fact, there's a high illiteracy rate. A lot of them can't read the Quran. Can't, oh, my goodness. Okay? And it is said uh -huh. that Muhammad himself was illiterate, could not read or write. Wow. Okay? So, <clears throat> anyway, so <laughs> out of respect for people stuff. like, because I, I plan to have Dr. Zudi Jasser on the program. We've um, we, we've not had him. We have had, um, oh, gosh, what's this woman named? She's a former Muslim also. She's a Christian now. I, I can't remember uh, her name, uh, Noni Darwish. Okay, she's oh, yeah, she's yeah. written five or six books. Mm -hmm. Brilliant lady, and uh, so you know, I I want to give them the opportunity because there's nothing I can say from this microphone that's going to change Muslims. All I can do, I can offer uh, faith in Christ to them, and they yeah, can the they love can accept right. They saying. can accept that's it or reject it. You right. speak the truth in love. Exactly. <laughs> You and speak I, the truth in love. That's what I'm saying. I have a lot of friends oh, not, that are homosexuals. 
and uh, I have friends like that. I don't sit there and just dog them out and all yeah, that. Yeah, same I thing say, here. Look, all have sinned. Look, uh, such were some of you. Uh, right. Such were some of you. We were drunks. We were homosexuals. Oh, we were yes. fornicators. Oh, we yes. Were this, we were this and we were that. Yes. But you didn't watch. And God wants to win them over. And, we uh, want to win them. And so right. We, yeah, right. You're absolutely right, Romney. And with this homosexual <laughs> thing, my deal with them is if you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. The worst thing I'm going to do to a homosexual is offer Christ to them. That's the worst well, thing. That's love. Now, the, that's love. What the Muslims would do to them, though, is they would toss them off of a building. They, what, they have a little game they play, Romney. They take one of these office chairs that has wheels on the bottom. They oh take, gosh. They put them in the chair, tape them to the chair, and then wow. speed roll the chair off the roof. Wow. And then if the person doesn't die from the fall, then they go down and stone him to death. Well, how do the liberals, the Democrats, support wanting these people in the nation and when they feel that way about homosexuals? Good question, Romney, and I have an answer Explain for you. Explain that to me. Good, look, and look, low-fat Republicans out there, get your notepad out and take notes, okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, this is, brother. This is why, okay? Um their godfather, Saul Alinsky, told, told them that they have to use our book against us. And wow. see, these people, remember now, Satan quoted scripture to Jesus. Sure. Right? He knows his word. So he they, knows his word. They, know, they know scripture. They know the Bible. Okay? That's right. They know it. Uh, sometimes they know it better than some Christians know it. They sure just they, do. they don't want to believe in it and live by it. But they know oh. it, okay? Wow. And so they know they know about Daniel and the, the the potter's clay and the iron in the feet and the toes that does not cleave together. Come they, on. They the know world. about that, okay? And oh so what they're doing is they are intentionally weakening this nation to bring it down by the feet because, see, you can't attack. What's the, the head is gold. The breastplate is silver. The arms are brass. That's not it's where the, you attack. Where do you attack? The, at the feet. Right at the, come on now. The it's grass. degrading as each part goes down. Right. Each metal is degraded. Right. Oh. At the feet, the grass roots, the people. And this is why they go after the young. They go after the poor. They go after the ignorant. Because yeah. that's where you can sow division. Okay? Wow. And you can pretend. You can do exactly what the Bible verse I just read, exactly what that verse said. You can, you can go to the bottom, and you can divide, and you can and you can conquer. And in so, Daniel two forty four, it said, "In the days of these kings, when Daniel interpreted that dream, he said, shall God of heaven set up His kingdom, and it'll crush all the other kingdoms.'" <laughs> yeah, there's oh a there's there's a crushing going to come. But right now, brother, we living in some. Uh, we living in some times where this division and the, uh, the, 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 the fact of the matter of the appearance of holiness but without the power, okay? Come and on. and that's, that's the thing, the appearance of holiness. Well, you I can, heard you, you quoting that scripture you was, uh, out of Timothy. You were saying have a form of godliness. That's right, that's the appearance, a form of godliness the power, denying the right. power. So they, they don't really believe. They're quoting it. But they don't believe in it. So if you don't believe in it, there's no power you can gain. But that's by just it. religious. They're just religious. 
Well, and it's not, and it, and there's another application for that also. There is a religious application, but in what I talk about, the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition, you have people in that coalition that give you a prime example. Just yesterday, it came out in the news that Eric the Great, uh, that's you know former Congressman Eric Cantor, my nickname for him, Eric the Great. He said, he said, we never did believe we could repeal Obamacare. Oh, my goodness. But they were tricked. They were putting out a form of a, a an form appearance, of, an appearance of being deal. with us. Yes. Okay. And seeing this is, and it really is godliness when you allow people to have the freedom that God gave them. Because mm. Eric Cantor doesn't give me my freedom. George Come Washington on. didn't give it to me. Oh, Donald Trump doesn't give it to me. Come I was free there. when I was created in my mother's womb because yes, that's my man. gift from God. If the sun makes you free, you're free indeed. Amen. <laughs> and see, this is what President Trump and the people around him don't get. And this is why the health care law is, is wrong-headed. And see, and I can't uh -huh. tell you, Romney, how many people I've interviewed over the years about the Obama health care law, and I keep asking them, would you call it Obama scam? I've asked Dave Brett, would you call He won't call it Obama scam. Authors that have written books about it, I say, would you call this Obama scam? They call it Obamacare. Now, what does the common person, the person at the level of, of sand and clay or clay and iron that doesn't cling, that's not cohesive, the little wow. people, when you tell the little person Obamacare, what do they think, Romney? They think Obama really cares about me. That's what I say, Obama cares about you. So I tried to get them to call it Obama scam because it's a scam. Vladimir Ilyich Lenin created universal health care not because he loved his people. In his own words, a direct quote from Vladimir Ilyich Lenin, universal uh -huh. health care is the keystone to the archway of socialism. Oh, my goodness. And the purpose of socialism is communism. Well, think about this, Brother Craig. If, he, if, 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 if the scientific medical community could make a pill that would make a man live eternally, uh, you think they would take it? <laughs> I don't well. I can't get into that because I no, Listen to what I'm saying. I'm going somewhere with this. Would they take the pill to live in your sinful condition eternally? I, it, I, eternal I don't, life is not just is living in our own this life. It's yeah, called a much I, I, yeah, life. I don't know, but Jesus deals in the spiritual and the yeah. um, the old order that he broke up dealt with the physical. And so and now in modern times we have a similar battle going on between the physical and the spiritual. And whereas people get sucked in and trapped by saying the government should do this for my physical needs. Okay, what? A, how did that work out for Esau when he told his brother Jacob, my physical stomach is growling. Why don't you let me have some of that stew? That's right there in the book of Genesis. And, uh, and so what does his brother say? Sell me your birthright. Yeah, I'll feed you. I'll give you free health care. Oh I'll give you a free apartment. I'll give you an Obama phone. I'll give mm. you everything you want. But what you have to do is you have to sell me your birthright. Lord have mercy. Same thing Satan told Jesus. I'll give it all to you, but you have to bow down to me. 
think about it, that's what happened when Lyndon Johnson signed the Welfare Act. When now, so, what's the difference between that and Donald Trump and the and the low fat Republicans oh. failing to kill the Obama scam health law because they are afraid they lack the capacity to articulate to the American people that the uh, the government control of health care is a trap to enslave you. Did you hear about Charlie Gard? Right. Okay, Charlie Gard is dead. His parents were not free to tend to their son, even though they had raised $1.6 million in donations, Romney. Think Mm. about this, audience. $1.6 million in donations so that the government of England did not have to spend any money to treat little Charlie Gard, an 11-month-old child. People out of the goodness of their hearts donated $1.6 million. They said, take your son to America for some experimental treatment. The government said no. That means you're not free. You're a slave. You're a slave. You are owned. The the government of England owns you. And this is what the type of health care, single payer, this is what they want. Single payer means... Right. You and I are forbidden by law. We can't pay for health care. We can't raise donations to pay for health care. We have to, if the government says, no, we're not going to treat you, it's time for you to die, we have to die. That's right. And they select who they're going to let live and who they're going to let die. And now, do these Democrat, do these poor, ignorant Democrat voters, do they think they're going to select them to let them live? <laughs> Well, let's uh, they be got real. The big donors, they'll let them live. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Zeke Emanuel wrote an article, okay? His, uh-huh. The title of the article was 75 is long enough. And the, the premise of this article oh is that when you get to be 75 years old, he, he was using himself in, as an example. Now, he's 57 when he's writing this article. So he uh-huh. says, when I become 75 years old, I'm going to refuse all life-extending medication, even antibiotics, because 75 is old enough. I think when you get 75, you owe the world a death, and it is your duty to die. Owe the world a death? Yes, and it is your duty to die. And the Bible says long life is a what? A blessing. It's a blessing. You took it up took it out my mouth before I can get it out. <laughs> well, I need to shut up and let you preach a little bit. <laughs> so I'm trying to tell you, supporting under man wants to die, and after that, the judgment. But what I'm saying to you is this. We can't be putting the medical or the health care in God's place. You, you with me? That doesn't yes. mean you shouldn't have health care. We need but to see, have the Lord as number one. But, Romney, there's a missing— You've got a missing— America become godly again. Yeah, true, <laughs> but you have a misinterpretation of the statement you just made about health care. The health care law is not about health care. It's a financial law. It's about oh. insurance. I used to sell insurance and I used to teach I used to teach new agents a class so that they could get licensed. And it is it, insurance is a financial instrument. It is not a health care instrument. It's about money, man. It's about it's about money. When they make sure that you as an old person die, what they do is they that's money they do not spend on extending your life, and then your Social Security payment stops. So they're wow. saving money two ways. It's all about money. 
They want to use you and suck you dry while you're able to work. And when you're mm. too old to work, they want to hurry up and figure out a way to kill you. That's why the government wants to take it over. Lord, I've been in luck. Well, this is the truth. It's an ugly truth, but it, <laughs> it is a truth that people need to call the Trump administration. They need to call Dave Brett. They need to call uh, Garrett. They need to yeah. call. Well, there's no need in calling those Democrats because they're Long just they're demons. Don't even waste your time. I think Ooh, it's a Lord. total waste it's of time when they tell you to call your Democrat and, and speak, fire, brother, and speak truth to him. <laughs> I mean, come on. You need to quote Jesus to them. Ye are of your father, the devil. The devil. He was a liar from the beginning and the father of it, of and lies. there is no truth Jesus in him. <laughs> okay, if you want to call, if you want to call Tim Kaine, and if you want to call uh, Mark Warner, that's what you say to them. Got to move, oh brother. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, for the, thank you for the call. <laughs> I got to one more scripture before I go. Real quick. Righteousness exalts a nation. Amen. But is a reproach to any people. Amen, brother. Amen, brother Craig. All right, Romney. I appreciate the call. 804-454-1366. On the other side of the break, folks, 804-454-1366. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's big dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. Our final 30 minutes of the program, just two more segments, folks. Uh, the number, if you'd like to participate, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. We just had a caller that uh, didn't want to get on the air but wanted to know, how he could uh, get a hold of some things that I have written. And uh, so I thought I'd just share that uh, with you uh, briefly. And, and really, I need to put a full archive together. Rather. And uh, But you can go to the Virginia Free Citizen and click on the First Amendment tab. Uh, just uh, that The Virginia Free Citizen is, is an online uh, publication. Uh, go to the First Amendment tab and... Uh, there may be five or six of my articles uh, right there. I've, I've had several articles in the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Uh, most recently, they uh, asked eight writers in the state of Virginia to write on the subject, Do You Trust the News Media? And I was uh, very honored to be one of the eight that they uh, gave that request to. And uh, and so uh, my the seventh article in that was mine. So if you would just Google uh Richmond Times Dispatch slash commentary slash February 4th. That article pops up, and uh, and that's a good one there. You kind of can compare uh, what I wrote to some other very prominent people uh, in what they wrote. And, uh, and also, uh, I predicted the uh, outcome of the presidential uh, race, even though I wanted Cruz to overcome what I thought was going to happen. But I did write an article, and uh, th this article literally traveled all over the country. 
uh, Carson Trump Cruz, champion material. And, uh, and the premise of that article was that those three men uh, would lead the pack and that, uh, you know, guys like uh, Jeb Bush and Kasich and Rubio and uh, Jindal and Walker, uh, you know, all these guys with the long resumes, uh, none, of, none of them stood a chance, okay? That, uh, and I further wrote that um, Ben Carson will be the first to fade. And at the time that article came out, Ben Carson was leading at 36%. And, and true, he was the first to fade. And I wrote that it would come down to a battle, an epic battle, between Ted Cruz and Donald Trump. And, uh, the, um, and the sad fact is that uh, Cruz just did not have the onion power to overcome uh, Trump and, and people did not want to take the chance. Uh, you know, Cruz is a good guy. He's a fighter. Uh, he's outside of the box thinker, but he had the, the um, unfortunate uh, fact is that he is a Senator. Okay. And so people just paint politicians this go round, painted them with a broad brush. And even though uh, Cruz stood on the Senate floor and call his leader, Mitch McConnell, a liar, very, very unprecedented in the history of the nation, unprecedented to for, for one senator to call another senator, let alone the leader of the Senate, a liar, uh, not whispered to a reporter, said this on the floor, pub, said this publicly, and the man was telling the truth, okay? Now, another thing I liked about Cruz when they went to Iowa, he told Iowans, uh, something that we need to tell our fellow uh, brothers and sisters in, in this great nation more often. Uh, he said no to ethanol. Out of 17 candidates, he was the only one to say no to ethanol. And, and your, typical, your typical political thinking, and this is why we're in trouble with this Obama scam health care law, your typical thinking politically is that uh, is, politics is transactional. And so when you're in Iowa, you can't talk about ethanol subsidies because the farmers of Iowa, they make money off of that. So you have to be in favor of that. Cruz stood alone and said, no, they don't work and they don't work. He said, no, we're going to phase them out over five years. And the man won the state. OK, unprecedented. OK, and had he just been a little tougher, uh, he could have pulled this thing out. But people wanted a fighter, and Trump proved himself to be a fighter. Now, as I said in the, in the first hour, now that he's president, he needs to transition the same way a pope gets a new name. Or biblically, you know, other men of God have been given a new name to coincide with their new role. And there is a failure there, and I think there is a, a serious failure in the spiritual advice that's being given to this president. And uh, we're going to welcome Joe from Williams. Oh, no, we have two. We got well, Matt first, Matt from Richmond. And Joe, hold on. Quick. Hello. Hey, look. Yeah, Matt, yeah. you're on live. Yeah, I got I, I got to make it quick because I'm driving in the rain. But I, I'm, I'm going to make you this promise. The way that the, the liberals eat themselves, Scaramucci, Kushner, and his wife will all be conservatives real soon. Trust me. <laughs> if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me, I've called your show before about uh -huh. how I used to be a liberal. With that being said, go look on see, look on YouTube and see uh, 
the Trey Gowdy interview about the Jared Kushner hearing. I got to go after that. Thank you. All right. Thank you. God bless. Yeah, now, I think what they'll actually do is pretend to be uh, conservatives, but they are neoliberal through and through. And uh, and it goes back to that Bible verse I read earlier from 2 Timothy, a, a form of godliness. It's a type of trick. And see, when you have just the form of something, you don't have the power of it. And uh, so we're going to welcome uh, Joe from Williamsburg to the program. Joe, what's on your mind? Ah, first off, uh, this is the first time I've heard you on the air, and I have to say it's a breath of, breath of fresh air to hear a biblical perspective on talk in oh, a conservative way. Thank I am, you. It's a blessing to hear you. Thank you, thank you. I am a nascent Christian. I became a Christian on January 1st of 2015, and I'm very young in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, well, welcome, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's a very humbling experience, and yes. I'm here to tell you uh, it takes courage to be a Christian. Um, it really is. It's not a, a faith for wimps. That's for you sure. know something. You said a mouthful there that, um, and that's one of the biggest problems we have is cowardice. You know, and I wrote, um, I wrote an article uh, recently. Uh, Virginia at a crossroads: onions or blueberries. And uh, yeah, and the premise of that was that you know you in leadership you have to tote a set of onions, and 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 I don't mean baby pearls. Okay, I mean shown off country boy onions and so many people are blueberry toters and they're they're so wimpified and if you if you're familiar with uh caleb and uh in uh the spies that went to spy out the promised land are you familiar with that in the book of numbers okay well for the audience let me just read a little bit of it here i pulled it up on on the uh on my computer here then caleb quieted the people before moses and said let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men had gone with them, said, and it was 10 to 2. Two men said we could take it, uh, and, and 10 said we can't. They sent 12. They said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report. The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants. And this is the key to the whole thing, uh, Joe. They said, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. And the key to that verse is in our own sight. So they didn't have any confidence. They saw themselves as grasshoppers, and they saw their opposition as men of great stature. And so as a result, we think that if we uh, present ourselves as Christians, as conservatives, as, um, as, as constitutionalists, that that is so passe that the media which is basically the megaphone of Satan. They're, they don't represent the, the full country. They, they have the big megaphones, and they appear to be bigger than they are. They're really not that big. But we have so much fear of them that this fear pre- prevents us from presenting ourselves as believers in Christ, believers in the economic laws of, of capitalism or free enterprise, believers in conservative values. We've been convinced that 
uh, conservatism equals mean, uh, Christian equals self-righteous, uh, constitutional equals, you know, limited, uh, you know, short. We're supposed to be open to everything, whether it's good or evil, and, and the worst thing we ever could do is pass judgment. And all that is false, brother. Well, all I can say is amen to that. Oh, the reason why I called was I was wondering if you've ever read the book by a rabbi, uh, Jonathan Kahn, called The Harbinger. And I was wondering what you thought, if you have, if you, what you thought of it. You know, they sent me that book, but I have, I th- I have not yet read it. Okay, but I do, I do have it. We get, I have literally thousands of books that, you know, every week a box of books comes to my house. Okay, and uh, I just can't read them all. But uh, I've heard so much about that, and then we've not yet scheduled an interview, an interview with um, Jonathan Kahn. And so uh, that is on my list of books to read. Well, that's an amazing story about 9-11, and he uses a par- the, the uh, context of a parable to describe his feelings and what he sees coming out of the 9-11 attacks and things like that. It's an absolute—he basically is— telling us that we are a nation facing judgment and all of the things that are going wrong from 9-11 to the economic crisis of 2007 and on, and the things that are going, are God's merciful attempt to try to yes. bring us, to get us to return to him yeah. uh, and, from Second and another And one thing that I've, and I've heard that about him, but I, what I've not heard about it is this extra fact that other writers have written and I've written about and spoken about and uh, even did a TV series about it. And that's the fact that this occurs every four generations. And so this is not, it's not a new thing. Uh, It's just in our lifetime, it's new. And because it only happens every four generations, it happens only once in your lifetime because your lifetime is basically four generations long. Uh, a generation being 20 years, if you get four of them, you're 80 years old. And so we don't, uh, and only people that study history recognize the pattern that this is a recurring thing and and that, uh, you know, we, we, we have spiritual revivals from time to time, and it's time for the third great spiritual awakening to occur in this country. And many people, uh, Joe, believe that we're in the midst of that right now. And, uh, and, I, and I pray that they're correct, because, because again, the only way we're going to make it is through the grace of God. The only Amen. way. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for the Take call. Care, I hope you continue to listen. Tell, uh, and look, tell your friends, post and hit me up on Facebook. Very well. All I'll right. To it. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless All right. Yeah, 804-454-1366 is the number, 804-454-1366. We're going to take our final break of the day. When we come back, I'm going to share, um, this is the, this is the um, honor code at West Point. It says, a cadet will not lie, cheat, steal, and this is the key, nor tolerate those who do. Will not lie cheat or steal, nor tolerate those who do. And there are many institutions of higher learning in this nation that have very similar honor codes. And all these people working in Washington, they are graduates um, from these various prestigious institutions that have such honor codes. So for our final segment, uh, let's unpack that a little bit. I would love to get a phone call from someone 
who has recited such uh, an honor code, and what would that person think of the toleration of lying, cheating, and stealing? 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. Our final 10 minutes of today's program. Again, the number is 804-454-1366. If you would like to participate, 804-454-1366. And uh, it's been a pretty good program so far. I've had an opportunity to perform quite a few hatchetations, <laughs> uh, most notably on uh, Scaramucci. And uh, I guess you might say I was performing a hatchetation on Trump, but not really. I'm trying to give him, uh, as you know, one Christian brother to another, I'm trying to give him spiritual advice. Now, whether anything I say will filter up to the president, who knows? Um, you know, the Lord is able to do uh, whatever he wants to do, if he wants what I say to reach President Trump, uh, then there's nothing anyone can do to stop it. And uh, and if he doesn't want it to get there, there's nothing I can do to make it get there. So that's just uh, an absolute fact. And um, but uh, before the last break, I was sharing about the uh, the honor codes at all these institutions, and uh, you know, a cadet uh, will not lie, cheat, steal or nor tolerate those who do. And, um, you know, there was a whole lot made over the lie that Eric the Great, Eric Cantor, uh, told the uh, people, uh, uh, he, along with all the Republicans that voted for Obama scam repeal, and then when they had a chance to pass it so Trump would sign it, uh, then they they voted against it. Now, they say only three voted against it, but trust me, folks, there are, they, there's a game that they play. Again, 
They put up the appearance of righteousness, the appearance. This is the game they play. A lot of them had assurances that it would not pass so that they could vote yes and have the thing fail. They do this all the time, okay? They do this all the time, all right? And um, But, you know, the times we live in, folks, I mean, this, this, is, this is amazing. Um, you, you look at history, and again, we have to view these things. People say, oh, this is unprecedented, that is unprecedented. The Word of God says there is no new thing under the sun, okay? And, I, and I, that includes Trump and everything going on with Trump, all right? No new thing under the sun, none, all right? 103 years ago, World War I was getting started. Austria-Hungary declared war on Serbia, okay? Shortly prior, they, um, one of the archdukes had been assassinated, Franz Ferdinand. He and his wife killed by a Serbian nationalists while they were in uh, Sarajevo. And they used that as a pretext to do what they wanted. Serbia didn't want to go to war with them. Okay. Austria-Hungary wanted war. Germany wanted war. They ended up, they had war. Okay. They had war. World War I, very bloody war. Trench warfare, some of the worst warfare where you're not taking cities and nations you're taking inches and feet okay you you take a few feet today you lose a few feet tomorrow and in the process hundreds of men thousands of men okay and that by war's end millions of men dead all right trench warfare okay now that was july 28th 1914 July 28th, 1932, these survivors of World War I, they want the pay, the bonus pay that's been promised them, okay? And so you think that the current crisis with the Veterans Administration is bad, and I'm not making light of it. It is bad where men can't get health care and they're dying on these waiting lists, okay? And again, it's just like... uh, any other government-controlled health care, when they let you die on a waiting list, that's money that they do not spend to treat you medically, and then that's money that ceases to go out every month in the form of your pension, okay? So they're saving money twice. Don't put this past your government now. This is why you should not have the government, because as Benjamin Franklin said, if men were angels, we would not even need government. Okay, we would not even need government, but men are not angels. And so the less government is the best government. But in 1932, these marchers were were marching for what was promised them. And President Hoover had General Douglas MacArthur evict them. Okay, yeah, this is the same great General MacArthur of World War Two. But when he was a younger man in 1932, he's evicting the World War I vets. And so, again, this is don't think I'm picking on Donald Trump. This is not new. And so when I cite an honor code 
And I've done this before, and, it, and it's always crickets. No one wants to say anything, okay? The honor code. I will not lie, cheat, or steal, nor tolerate those who do, okay? And I'm not saying that everybody in Washington is a liar, a thief, or a cheater. I'm not saying that. But I am saying there's a whole lot of it going on, and there's a whole lot of tolerating. And particularly, it's tolerated by you, you the voter. And in particular, the Democrat voter. In particular, okay? And that's not to exempt the Republican voter. But this is the difference. In the Republican Party, you have two camps, basically. You have one camp that believes our freedom and our rights are gifts from God. And so they are fighting for freedom because that's, that's not a freedom that George Washington gave us or Thomas Jefferson or, or Madison or, or Franklin or none. None of these guys gave us these freedoms. God did. Trump didn't make us free. Obama didn't make us free, certainly. Bush didn't make us free. Reagan didn't make us free. God made us free. So there is a portion of the Republican electorate that believes that and that fights for that and votes for that and donates money for that and donates time for that. There is, that, that is in existence, okay? And there are even some in the Republican establishment that believe that. And yes, I can say something nice about the Republican establishment from time to time, okay? I'm, I'm dealing in truth, not painting groups of people with a broad brush, okay? Now, granted, the percentages go down when you're talking about the, the establishment. But folks, on the Democrat side, there's just, there is no battle going on. There is no one on the Democrat side. And so there's a whole lot of tolerating by you Democrat voters. You tolerate the lying, the cheating, the stealing. You know that Bill and Hillary Clinton have gotten to be worth a quarter of a billion dollars by theft. You know this. This this is not, but you vote for them anyway. You know that Mark Warner didn't get rich on his own merits, but that he got rich with a crony government hookup, and he is the richest senator. You know that. But you vote for him anyway. Okay? And so it's just... You know, we're just going to have to let that be the last word as uh, as we listen to a little bit of Lee Greenwood here and uh, proud to be an American. But at the end of the day, I am proud to be an American. And I know I beat up on Democrats a whole lot, but I'm always hopeful, folks. <laughs> and I'm always inviting you, you Democrats, I'm inviting you to switch on over, open your mind up, and engage with the possibility that you could join us in the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition. And uh, if you don't do it for yourself, do it for your grandchildren. You want them to be able to grow up with the same rights and opportunities that you grew up with and for them to not end up like little Charlie Gard uh, 
the property of the state and being told you have to die. And that'll have to be the last word, folks. See you next week. Same hatchet time. Same hatchet station. Where is the best news and talk? AM 820 WNTW Chester is the answer.